Welcome to the Recharge Your Life podcast with me, Dr. Carrie Ulrich and Kelly Gunther. We are thrilled to talk to people who have made a decision that recharged their lives. Often, they pushed themselves out of their comfort zone and took risks. We want to know about that decision point, why did they make that decision, and most importantly, how can we learn from them? Kelly and I are passionate HR professionals, and together we co-founded our HR consulting firm, Abracci Group. We have talked to amazing people throughout our careers and listened to them as they made decisions that changed their lives and knew that these inspirational stories would help others. And why did we call it Recharge? It's based on a book I co-authored called The Way of the HR Warrior. And in it, we have a leadership model, CHARGE, which stands for courage, humility, accuracy, resiliency, goal-oriented, and exemplary. We know that people used one or more of these qualities to help them make their decisions, and we want to learn from them. Now, sit back, listen, and be inspired by these stories, and then do something to recharge your life. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. It's Kelly. We're thrilled to have Roy Green as our special guest. Carrie and I have had the pleasure of working with Roy, and we've known him for almost 10 years. Roy is a true collaborator and a force for good, and that's just one of the many reasons we're so happy to have him on our podcast. Roy has over 25 years experience with industry leaders, which has led him to positions in senior level management. Roy has a proven track record that includes accomplishments in many areas of sales and marketing. Roy's success continues to be achieved as he streamlines organizations, builds cohesive teams, revitalizes sales efforts, and creates innovative sales and client-centric strategies. He has a BA in finance from Fresno State University. Roy currently lives in Austin, Texas with his beautiful wife, Anina. So Roy, we always like to start our podcasts first by asking, what show, podcast, book, or blog do you go to when you want to push and expand your thinking? Thank you for that nice introduction, Kelly and Carrie. That was very nice of you. Um, How are you doing today? We're great. Good. So the answer to your question, I think um, for me, Good to Great by Jim Collins is probably the book that I go to when I want to push myself or really look at what it is that I'm trying to do. Because it, within that book, it really talks about how you are able to use some of the charge framework things that Carrie talks about in her HR Warrior book to be able to accomplish things that you're going after. Is there a favorite element or a favorite portion of the book that resonates with you specifically? Yeah. Um, one part of the book, it talks about a, a a car dealership company that they had a leader and the leader was kind of known on wall street as one of the best leaders within um, a fortune 500 company. Um, However, when that leader retired, the company went down and just kind of went to shits. Right. So what had happened was, the leader was more of a dictator and the leader didn't do the things that were necessary to develop, empower, or really teach the executive team how to take the company forward. Basically that executive team just listened to whatever he said and did whatever he did. And um, 
didn't really have the ability to think for themselves. So that part of the book was, is very eye-opening because when you talk about being great, being great, one of the true things about that is what happens when you're away, right? Does the company and are the employees continue to move forward? And have you empowered them to take accountability, ownership, and responsibility to execute whatever the goals are? Love it. Absolutely. I, I love that too. Hi, Roy. I'm so Hi, glad yeah. you're our first guest. And here's why I'm thrilled for Roy, because not only do you give such a good answer for this is what I learned from, and you sound so lovely about it and professional, but while you're saying that, you're also trash talking us as the podcast starts. And you're like, your music sucks which I love because that's our relationship with Roy. And I love that. So thank you, Roy. And uh, go ahead. You're very welcome. Happy belated <laughs> birthday, by the way. <laughs> thank I you. I also didn't know, Roy, that you had a bachelor's in finance. When I think about the fact that you're in sales, it just the two <laughs> don't ever really coexist in, uh, in a world or at least in the same human. So I guess I'm always just, I, I, when I read that, I was like, oh my goodness, Roy Green. Yeah, finance? I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing, Kelly. I said, he has a bachelor's in finance? Really? Because he is the ultimate salesman. Ultimate. Exactly. <laughs> so you know what's funny with that? Um, when I went to college, at first I was going to do accounting. And I never forget it. My first accounting class, I walked in there and I was like, oh my God, this is way <laughs> too stuck up for me. And, <laughs> and, you know, and these numbers, they're supposed to be black and white. And I'm like, no, I got to go find something where I can make these numbers be live and fun and maybe drive them the way that I want them to be perceived from whoever it is I'm presenting to. So it was finance because you know what? I love numbers and I want them to work in a very positive manner for myself. So there you Almost go. Almost sounds borderline illegal, but we'll skip right over that. You're like, I want the numbers to work positively for myself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I like that. I like that. Okay. And that's your creativity that we always we always adore when we worked with you, Roy. And this is why you were the perfect fit for the first guest on our podcast. So, Roy, what is the decision that you made that changed the trajectory of your life? That's a good question. Um, I think when I look back on decisions or one major decision that I made that kind of changed where um, I am today mm-hmm. was um, when I started off my business career with Enterprise Rent a Car, you know, which was a great um, training company to be able to help you really learn what it takes to run a business. Um, when I went to what I like to say from renting cars to renting people, um, I was part of some big uh, organizations where um, they did not necessarily um, have the characteristics of good to great. Right. When I go back to the book that mm-hmm. I talked about. Yep. So um, when I made a decision to go and, do something on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, it was it was scary, right? Because it's like, oh yeah. my God, you have to take full responsibility, as you two know, as you yeah. opened yeah. up Abrachi, right? Yep. And, and left the corporate world. Um, but as I made that decision, one of the things that really helped me in making that decision was one, courage, right? Really having the courage to step out there and going, you know what? I can partner with some great people in this world and do this. Um, and then kind of having, you know, the humor within yourself, right? Humility where you're going, okay, really? You think you can do this? Mm-hmm. You know, but being <laughs> able to go down that path and know that at the end of the day, it's just life. And you got to be mm-hmm. able to laugh at yourself to know, to be able to get where you want to go. You got to have the courage to put in that hard work. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, being able to use the goal, right? What is the ultimate goal that you want to achieve? So um, by using that framework to be able to make that decision, say, you know what, I'm going to go out for my own and, and, and do this with a great bunch of people and my partners to be able to build this. Um, yeah, that was that was a big changing life event. So um, but it's been fun. Yeah. Well, I love that, again, because you already answered the next question, which is what are the charge framework? What are those qualities? But what what was, let's go back, what was the trigger or the, the that factor that, you're, that you said, you know what, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to go out on my own. Was there some, just did it all accumulate or was there something that happened that you said, I'm done? Well, I, I think it was just corporate America, right? Mm. Um, I was sitting in a room um, with the board and the CEO and we were at the time, you know, celebrating uh, a great year of growth. Mm-hmm. And um, as we were discussing the following year, there was discussions around, you know, we, we need to cut commission plans and our cut in the field. And um, I disagreed with that. And as you guys know me, sometimes I can't keep my mouth shut. So um, <laughs> being a voice of the field, it was mm-hmm. like, hey, um, you know, here's some things that were asked. Here's the hard work that was done to be able to achieve the success. And if I'm hearing you correctly, you want more, mm-hmm. but you want to go back to the people that have executed and did this and say to them, we're going to take away from what it is that you work for, which is commissions and, or, you know what? Hey, we're going to give you your walking papers because we think we need to cut to even get to a bigger goal that we want to achieve. And I just didn't think that was right. And I didn't want any, I didn't want to be a part of that anymore. Um, That's not who, how I live my personal life. And I was tired of living my professional life like that. And as you guys know, as being, you know, doing your own thing and knowing that HR is not just a department or people that just do, you know, oh, go write this person up or, you know, be the police over here or do this. No, HR is a strategic partner to be able to help drive the business to wherever it wants to go. So, um, Probably some of the things you face was that was very similar to maybe what I face. So yeah, did that answer I, your question? Oh my God, yes. And I think what what I got from what you were saying around that it's the values match. 
because you said it didn't agree. It, that's not the way I want to treat people. Those aren't my values. And I just can't do it anymore. And so I think, especially in corporate, Kelly and I like to call it the machine. And the machine runs. And you really are cogs in this giant machine. The bigger the company, the bigger the machine. And it has its values. And if you don't agree with them, the machine typically will spit you out. And that's kind of what you, it sounds like you're like, I, I just can't, especially when you're growing, you did well, and now you're going to take things away. It doesn't match your values anymore. Yeah. Oh, Roy. Yes. Oh, God, there you are. <gasps> yeah, yeah. You I said 100%. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. Um, um, and I, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, and the other piece around that, right, when you, you, you think about um, the charge and the qualities and the different things that make it up, right, you know, when you act with honor and you act mm-hmm. with um, integrity, mm-hmm. you know, when you have respect from your team, mm-hmm. it's tough to go out and try to be dishonest. Yes. Right? Because yep. you've built so much trust. Yes. And you've identified the pain and you've helped them put the causes together and, and you've done all these different things to help them find a solution to be successful. And then all of a sudden you're going to go back out. And if, if you can't be honest, all that trust that you've built just goes away. Yep. You, I, I just, and it go, but yet so many can do it, Roy. I mean, that's right. my thing. That's my thing is what you said, um, preach, preach. Yes, 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 yes. And, but so many can do it. And the machine tends to value it as well. So Isn't it that values, sad? right? It values. It's so sad. Yeah. It values that you can, you can say, Roy, you know, here, Roy, I'm the leader, I'm the SVP of sales. And I can tell everyone that we're, they're so, you know, they're the key, they're the key asset humans. We can't do anything without you. And then behind closed doors, we're going to slash all your commissions. And you're supposed to be okay with that. And the machine wants you to be okay with that as a leader. And you said, no, I'm not. And you would hope that your mindset would be the majority, but I tend to think it's more the minority mindset, which is really, mm-hmm. really sad. sad. Yeah. And if, you know, if I think back to my career around that, right, it's like I was growing this thick skin mm-hmm. um, by like, owning the message and going into delivering, delivering that message. And it was like, what are you doing? Really? Like, is this what's really going on? It's 2017, 2000. And and you're really going down this road. What are you doing? And um, you can't rely on your teammates to execute something and then turn around try to go out and be dishonest and, and do things that you know they're not right. So um, I just didn't want to be part of the machine anymore. No. Adios. Bye-bye. Bye, Felicia. What was the biggest challenge? What was the biggest challenge for you, Roy, as you embarked on leaving corporate for something different, for starting your own business? Oh, money, girl. 
money's obvious, but yeah. Well, uh, any other, I mean, I mean, that, like, was it, again, that is a very realistic challenge. So I don't want to. Yeah, do no, no, really. Um, I mean, I would say it was money because um, mm-hmm. the business plan, as I go back, like I told you that I learned from, you know, my days in enterprise, rent a car and things like that. The business plan was already there, right? So, um, and finding my partners to be willing to go out and step out and do it was already there, right? So, um, and then the help and the support and the partnership with you guys was there. So it was like all those things were already kind of in place, right? It was just like, now, you know, let's find investors to be able to make it happen. Um, But then as we got into it, you know, some of the things that um, I would say the machine is good for, right, is you have different partners within that machine, whether it's operations, whether it's accounting, whether it's marketing, whether it's legal, where those people are so valuable in helping you execute that um you know, when you kind of go out on your own, you're all that, right? Right. But the good thing around that was I have great, what I call friends mm-hmm. that are willing to help you and help us in our success, right? So that piece, which was difficult, but was also kind of was able to overcome because, you know, and I can reach out to someone and ask for their legal advice or reach out to someone and ask for them to help with marketing or submitting an RFP. And, and those people, which I believe because I was so nice and gracious to them and partnered with them very well, that they were willing to help. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. And I think that speaks to a lot of the goal orientation you mentioned as well is it can be really easy when you realize, Oh, it is me or me and a business partner and really is just us now, the the uh, areas of corporate where you're like, oh, there was a team for that. There was operations. There was legal. There was HR. There was all these support people. I could just pick up the phone or send an IM and get an answer to a question. Now all of that is gone. That sometimes is a bit of a, uh, it's a difficult thing for people to make the decision that you made to say, I'm going to abandon all of that uh, all of those uh, comforts that I had to go out on my own and to learn something new or to try to find answers to questions that I normally would not have had to maybe work so hard to try and find. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So based on what you learned from your decision to go and venture out on your own and do so successfully, by the way, Roy, uh, what are the top two to three actions that you would recommend our listeners take? You know, I think first and foremost is um, don't be afraid and know that it's going to be tough, but don't be afraid. And when I say that, what I mean is reach out to your network to help you overcome that afraid, being afraid, because the things that you're afraid of are good things, but more importantly, it's being able to w- reach out to your network to help you 
to get the answers to those things that you're afraid of. Because if you have the answers, that afraid goes away, right? So mm-hmm. that's one of the first things. Um, the other thing is um, have courage, mm-hmm. right? Really, yep. really look at yourself, look deep inside yourself and say, you know what? I can do this and have the confidence in yourself and have a voice to be able to step out and go after what it is that you know. And, you know, working hard means going after something and being disciplined to work towards what it is you're going after, right? So really, really have that courage um, to be able to go out and um, achieve those things. And then I think the other piece is have fun. Mm. You got to have fun. Um, Life is too short. Um, You got to be able to laugh at yourself. Um, You got to be able to treat others how you want to be treated. Um, Because there's one thing that, you know, I would say 98% of us have is someone that is in our family that, you know, they love us unconditionally, right? So as you're having that fun doing that, you know, know that your your unconditional family is there to be able to support you. And your family just hasn't this this not your internal family, but it's also your friends. And 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 I had to learn this, right? Lean on your friends. It's okay to open up and lean on your friends and say, you know what, Carrie, today sucked. And blah, 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 blah. But have fun while you're doing that because you know what? Carrie's there as your friend providing you that unconditional love and support. So um, those are the things that I would say that um, I would I would say to people, to you know, as they go out on their journey to remember those those three things. Well, thank you, Roy. I mean, that's so inspirational. It's motivational to me, I know, because those are all, those are, those are things I can identify with so, so clearly because we live that same life, uh, mm-hmm. Carrie and I, uh, in our business. And there are days where, you know, we work, well, not days, we work really, really hard. And when we think about the corporate life and, and been there, done that, it, we're, the lifestyle we lead now, we wouldn't trade it in for anything. And so to your point, it is having courage. It is facing your fear head on. It is being vulnerable. It is being able to um, not be afraid and to realize that you have friends, you have people in your life that you can rely on for support, for guidance, for questions. Um, And then to your point, it isn't worth anything if you're not having fun. So I love that. And I know that you have fun like nobody's business because I've been with you and we've had fun (laughs) together. So um you are a, a, a you know fun personified. So uh, I so appreciate your advice and in, in, in guiding our listeners to paths that they can take to transform their careers uh, or their lives potentially if um, if they are looking for that. So I love it. Okay, all right. And the other thing uh, I would say uh, to yeah. them, if um, especially these are for uh, leaders, whether managers are. Um, CEOs, VPs, um, I really, really strongly suggest and recommend that you do get the way of the HR warrior because um, it will totally help you transform your career, but more importantly, help you realize 
the importance of having an HR strategic partner alongside you as you drive towards the business goals within your organization. Well, thank you for that as well. I know, I know that Carrie would be so thrilled to, to know that, and, and her, she's having some audio difficulties. So that's why I'm speaking on her behalf. So Carrie, uh, I hope I'm speaking uh, half as good as you, uh, is, is so passionate about her book. She wrote it um, with that in mind and, and she, she wrote it really to empower people to live to their highest potential. And so um, I think, Roy, you're an excellent example of that. I know that you push yourself harder than most. And so um, you are just, a, a, again, a shiny example of, of exactly who we wanted on this podcast. And again, for you to be our very first episode, it just makes us so special, uh, makes you so special to us, I should say. Um, and so we're so thrilled that you were able to join us. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for having let me be the first one to really um, maybe mess this up or maybe have the listeners uh, listen to something and um, know that um, I really, truly appreciate the both of you. And thank you for doing all that you do for uh, me and my partners. I really, truly appreciate it. And if you ever need anything, give me a call, but um, let's catch up soon. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for those of you who would like to connect with Roy, feel free to do so on LinkedIn. You can connect with him at Roy Green. Again, thanks, Roy, so much for being on our podcast. All right. Thank See you ya. for listening to the Recharge Your Life podcast. Please sign up for our newsletter at abracigroup.com and follow us on social media. You can find us on LinkedIn at Abrachi Group, Instagram at Warriors of HR, and Twitter at Warriors underscore HR. Remember to subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, and please tell a friend. And be sure to drop us a note on how you are recharging your life. We can't wait to hear from you.